This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And let me just first off start by saying we have 53 days left in 2021. I know many, many of you will create New Year's resolutions in 53 days. Lots of you will do it around maybe your health or your wealth or your family. What I got to tell you is, why wait 53 days? There is nothing magical about January 1st. If you want to be better, you want to do better. If you are in that quiet desperation, start today. Start now. Uh, Something that I am becoming pretty focused on is, if you go ahead and set a goal, you get quiet Daily execution and focus can get you there. I experienced it, obviously, with rental real estate and financial wealth, now a YouTube channel and helping people every day. But it can really be used for anything. And I want to thank all of you for kind of helping me see that over the last three or four days as we've had many conversations about it. So again, 53 days left. You want to have a better financial future? Why wait? you want to get healthier, why wait? If you want to lose some weight, why wait? If you want to have a better relationship with your family, why wait? You want to read more books, why wait? You kind of get the idea. Next up, let's congratulate another successful investor, Heather. Congratulations for getting your first or next deal. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, Your card will be going out in the mail. Folks, don't forget, we have slowed down a little bit. Maybe it's the season. I don't know. But we got a lot more cards to give away. This is just one stack that I have on my desk. I got a box behind me. So again, if you close a deal, I want to hear about it. I want to send you a card. I want to celebrate you on this channel. So with that said, it is Monday morning. What is it? I almost said October. It's November 8th, 53 days left in the year. First off, let's talk about Tesla and Elon Musk. I brought this up yesterday. Hey, Elon did a Twitter poll. Should I sell 10% of my stake? First off, I want to say it one more time, how many of us could have held as long as Elon had? Uh, He has had 80% of his shares since 2010. Talk about first money in, last money out. Got to respect it. It has taken him to the world's richest man. I know I certainly would have cashed in some, probably all of my chips by now. But that's what makes Elon a true buy and hold investor. I just want to be very clear. It turns out that Elon has some options that expire here in the very near future. Those options must be exercised. And with the exercise of those options will become a monster tax bill to the tune of possibly $15 billion. So simply said, Elon's Twitter poll was kind of um, maybe not as authentic as I thought it was in the beginning. Uh, Turns out that he needs to get liquid 
because he's got a huge tax bill coming. Again, it's just interesting seeing the entire picture. Again, Elon has held these options until they almost are expired. And if he doesn't exercise them, they're worthless. So believe me, he is going to exercise them. He is going to get liquid. He is going to cut that check. Next up, as we move forward, you can see that there will be some winners because of this hard infrastructure bill. Yes, folks, we've signed or will, president will be signing very shortly another $1 trillion hard infrastructure bill. Caterpillar popped this morning, right? When you're doing freeways and railways and all of these other things, you need heavy equipment and Caterpillar uh, will be a huge beneficiary of that. Oil also popped higher this morning. Uh, because again, there are expectations that oil will be um, further in demand in a very tight supply market. So it would not surprise me if oil hit $100 a barrel before the end of the year. Uh, OPEC is not um, relenting. They are not opening the spigot. They, uh, they suffered last year and they want to uh, get theirs now. And where I go to is this trillion dollar... Uh, Spending slash investment, it is both, really. I'm not saying it's a good investment, but it is an investment. And maybe it is a good investment. I haven't looked at the details, so I don't know. But it is without question going to add further demand on a tight, tight, tight labor market. Wages are going up. We are in for a wage cycle like I, we haven't experienced in my adult life. It is going to feel good until it doesn't. If you follow me on Instagram, uh, I put out a meme, I think, on Saturday. Uh, basically, two frames. The first one is, hey, congratulations, you got a raise. And then the next frame, inflation is giving you a big hug because it does not feel good. You have a 5% raise and 8% inflation. You are not ahead. You are behind. People don't see it. They just they don't get it inflation is a tax. I wish more people understood that. Uh, looks like hotels are out trying to sing a song. All right, hotels are talking about being busy. The weekends are flush with vacation travelers, all good. But hotels need business travelers. As someone who routinely spent a hundred nights a year in hotels and platinum, worst day of my life was getting that platinum a Marriott card. Uh, when you think about hotels and business travels, there are really three things to think about. One, client meetings. Client meetings are going to come back in, if they're not back already. There are just things in complex sales and multi-million dollar sales and financials and all of this where client meetings face-to-face, -face, press the flesh, has to happen. I believe it will happen half as much. I believe there was a lot of business travel that was non-essential. And uh, as we go forward, business travel for clients will come back, but I suspect half as much. Number two, having run sales teams, having been part of sales teams for 20 years, there is this thing called a Q, QBR, quarterly business review. Quarterly business reviews at a minimum are something you would do as a sales rep with your leader. Your leader might go to another QBR and someone like me might attend four QBRs every 90 days. 
Each QBR was two to three days long. So again, it's not um, uncommon to be on the road for the first month of a year or first month of a quarter, I should say. I do not see QBRs coming back with the same frequency. And then finally, conventions. I don't know. Conventions are going to come back if they're not back already, but will they be as big? Will they have a online feature or option? I don't know. I don't know. These are things that Hilton and Marriott and all these other hotels need to think about because I think the business travel, I think the business traveler has changed. If I was starting my career today, I don't think I do a million miles. I don't think I do over a thousand nights. It's just different. Um, but yeah, maybe convention, conventions clearly are back. Uh, conventions of all of them, I think conventions can go back to where they were or even bigger. But I think client meetings are down. I think QBRs are down. Conventions are the wrinkle. Uh, next up, be prepared for crash videos, uh, specifically about Boise. Uh, there are statistics about rents in Boise crashing. Now I say crashing with tongue in cheek. They crashed 3.2% from September to October. Realize that in Boise, folks, it gets cold. There's like winter there. So if you are in Boise, you know that typically in October, November, and December, rental occupancy goes down. Uh, rental rates go down. This is seasonal. Uh, but again, there will be plenty of channels, and you and I know who they are, are going to talk about rental rates in markets crashing. Again, please go back and look at history. This is very normal. And actually... When you look at Boise, it is up 21.4% year-on-year after a 3.2% fall. Some of these channels will not tell you the full truth because they want to scare you. They want to do this or do that. They want to get a penny for every click. Boise rental rates are down 3.2%. They are up 21.4%. Seasonality is a thing. People don't like to move in the winter. It's cold. It's snowy. It's got to be hard. This is not unusual. More and more conversations about where are the missing employees, the missing workers. We have talked about it on this channel a bunch. It is one of the reasons that wages are going to go up. Again, we've talked about 3.2 or 3.1 million retirees left the workforce early. Their stock portfolios, booming. Their houses, booming. They feel good. Also, entrepreneurship, Gen Z, millennials, Gen X, lots of them are going, you know what? Never has there been a better time to start a business, a side hustle. We had record LLCs created months and months in a row in 2020. And some of them are just going to keep at it. If you find your passion and you can make 40, 50, 60K a year and you are happy, it's all good. You don't have to work for the man. And of course, we cannot, we must not forget that some people have adjusted their lifestyle and on purpose, they can now live on a single income. You lived in California, 
you move to Vegas or Texas or Nashville or wherever, you can probably live on one income. You do not have to have two incomes like California. This is all real stuff. It should not be shocking why we have 3 million less employees than before the crisis. Retired, entrepreneurs, single family. What is the problem? And that is why wages are going to go up for the folks uh, that choose to do that. Lastly, let's talk about the Christmas season. Nope, actually, I got a couple of things. Sorry, looking at my notes. The Christmas season this year is going to be a barn burner record setting, I believe. Retail is going to crush it for several reasons. First and foremost, people have money. Remember, we've talked about a trillion or $1.2 trillion in excess savings. Well, get ready. People about to spend it. This is going to be a monster Christmas. Number two, retailers. They're not going to have to put a lot of stuff on sale. They're just going to leave it or their sales will be uh, less aggressive. They don't have the inventory. They got nothing. So they're just going to sell everything at full price. Yep. And of course, lastly, we are telling people to shop early because of supply chain, this and that. So people are going to go ham early. Some people, believe it or not, have already completed their Christmas shopping. If you are watching this and you are anything more than 50% above your Christmas shopping, leave a comment below. I want to hear how many people are out there. And mom, I know you're watching. You're 100% done. You've probably been done since July. My mom is amazing that way. So again, retail is going to be a barn burner. What I want to tell folks on my channel, don't forget, I've told you many times, let's make it less about stuff and let's try to make some memories. Let's try to, let's try to create things that put smiles on faces that we can hold on to long term because if you're a parent, you know that... Um, Sometimes when you buy all these toys, they like the empty box the most. How crazy is that? So go make some memories. Take a vacation. Do something that you can hold on to longer than some tchotchke or toy or thing. And then finally, the Chinese wealthy. Woo! I keep telling you, it's going to be ugly over there. The Chinese wealthy are deleting social media. They are looking for ways to escape. And this has happened before. Did you know that the wealthy and Chinese in 2012, you know what they did when they got uh, a little pressure from the uh, Chinese government? They bought art. They looked to buy art as a way to quote unquote launder or hide or whatever their money. Here's the deal, folks. In the Chinese economy right now, there is a tack on investment money, investment earnings. There is a tack on making money. So now the rich, the wealthy, shoot, the middle class, they're looking to hide money. That is not an economy that you want to be a part of. If the middle class in the rich in the U.S. were interested in hiding money, this economy would come crashing down. That is what's happening in China. Not to mention that they have all this real estate that is empty that they now are probably going to have to sell at a discount to raise cash. It is going to get really bad.
really ugly really soon. So that's what I got for you today. It is Monday. What is it? The 8th, I think. I can't quite see. I need some glasses. Uh, but we will talk to Greg Dickerson here at 8 o'clock and a couple of other friends at 9 and 9.30. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.